Is intuitive eating eating whatever you want? Is there really this world that exists where you can just eat what you want when you want? My food friends, I'm so excited to talk about this one today. This topic is one that I think is of particular importance this month because there is so much delicious food everywhere. I'm actually recording this for you guys the day after Halloween. So the candy is out. Like my kids got so much candy. Oh my gosh. I have to sidebar. I have to tell you guys this story. I took my boys trick-or-treating. They're five and seven. They're so stinking cute. But I took them and my little one, my five-year-old was just sprinting from door to door. And he goes, mama, have you ever seen me this happy before? <laughs> I just laughed. I was like, I don't think I have Ronies. We call them Ronies. I said, I don't think I've seen you this happy, Ronies. He goes, no, you haven't because I've never been this happy before. <laughs> oh, he's so cute. But that candy is everywhere. And if you are someone that it makes you that happy, awesome. But many of you I know start to get stressed out because you do love it. And you've got that little inner five-year-old that is so excited about the candy, but yet you just can't quite figure out how to like make peace with it and feel comfortable eating it and feel safe around it because you feel like you're just going to go crazy and have it all. And we're just starting the food season. So we're going into Thanksgiving and then Christmas. Food is everywhere for the next (laughs) however many days are left of the year. So I thought this would be a really good discussion to have because I want this holiday season to be different for you. I want you to be able to be around this food and feel permission to have it, but not feel like you're going to go crazy. (laughs) Y'all know I'm a huge fan of intuitive eating. My personal model and method is empowered eating, and I really want to help you guys today feel safe moving from whatever your current method of eating is toward this empowered and intuitive eating model, which means you know how to enjoy these foods that are going to be everywhere without going off the deep end. Because when I'm talking to someone about eating more intuitively, more freely, one of the top fears that I witness my clients encounter in this transition is like this fear of releasing their food rules. Like, Jess, if I don't have this good or bad list, I'm going to go crazy. If I eat intuitively, I'm going to go off the deep end and intuitively eat like boxes and boxes of Oreos and cartons of ice cream. I mean, they really get paralyzed when I ask them to let go of this good or bad food list. So I'm here today because I hear you and I've got my three steps to help you start this transition because guess what? You can eat whatever you want. All food is allowable, permissible. There is no bad food, but learning to reintroduce some of these foods or just introduce them at all in a safe and empowered way is key. And I'm going to help you guys get there because I want you to be able to eat that pumpkin pie this year without guilt and without feeling like you're going to eat the whole thing or like you have to run five miles the next day, you know, all that stuff. Like, I just want you to eat it, have a good time with your family and carry on with your life. That is the goal here. What's up, food friends? Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Jazz, and if you're new here, I'm so happy you are here. I am a body bully warrior, food freedom guru, nutrition nerd with a capital R-D. Get it for registered dietitian. (laughs) I am here to help you become an empowered eater. I'm dishing out nutrition fun with a side of science as we learn how to let go of guilt and that all or nothing mentality. 
I'm an eating disorder and insecurity-filled girl turned energizer bunny who just has an insatiable appetite for life. I'm a speaker, founder, and certified eating disorder and sports nutrition specialist. I'm fueled by Faith's delicious food and lots and lots of fun. I am in your corner cheering you on because I know you have this inner awesome and we just need to fuel it right. We need to fuel it with the right food, the right mental thoughts, the right relationships. I'm here to fuel your awesome with the nutrition info that supports you, empowers you, mental strength training, and confidence that radiates regardless of your body shape. You know you hold an inner awesome and I know you know this because you're here. You downloaded this podcast, you're listening, you're tuning in. So if you're ready to be the healthiest version of yourself, here we go. Food freedom means food is just food, and you can channel that energy you used to use to obsess about food in your body. Now we take that energy and we can channel it towards serving your purpose, your family, your work, your inner awesome. It's so crazy how there's this ripple effect when we allow ourselves to be the healthiest version of ourselves. Our family feels it, our work feels it, girls the world needs it. I'm stoked to be in your corner. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at JessBrownRD or check out all my resources, JessBrownRD.com. All right, Superwoman, are you ready to channel that inner awesome? We're going to take it up to the next level. Grab a cup of coffee, lace up your running shoes. Let's dive into today's show. Okay, I want to introduce you to one of my clients from years ago. We're going to call her Jane. So Jane was an avid dieter. She'd done all the diets like Weight Watchers, Keto, Macros, MyFitnessPal. I mean, you name it. She's done it. She's master of it. (laughs) Then on top of that, she was also superwoman, mom, successful career, leader, juggling all the things. I mean, just plate full of life. Now, I met Jane when she came to the realization that she wanted to lose weight and she wanted to feel healthier, but she really didn't have the energy nor the time to diet and to focus on food. She would try a new diet and then other priorities would take precedence. She'd try, she'd fall off, she'd try again, she'd get distracted. (laughs) I mean, we've all been on that dieting yo-yo before. So she really came to me because she recognized that she just didn't have this energy to fight food anymore. She didn't want to fight with her body anymore, but she really wanted to take care of her body and her health because being present for her family, having energy to do all the things that she was doing was super important to her. So she came to see me and wanted to know more about the empowered eating model and how she could start to integrate some of these intuitive eating principles. So Jane and I met, we did our intake, and it was really apparent to me how ready she was to start integrating intuitive eating into her lifestyle. So we started my process, where which is where I typically start, which is introducing hunger and legalizing all food. And this introduction to hunger, it's actually a process I walk through in great detail. I get into the nerdy science. I mean, you guys know me. I can't help myself. (laughs) I get into all that in my e-course. But I want to share with you what I did with Jane because I think it will help get you guys started where you are right now. So with Jane, we went right to this idea of recognizing physiological hunger, separating it from emotional, habitual, and spiritual hunger, and then legalizing all foods. So getting rid of the good and bad food lists and really releasing those rules. I mean, you guys know these rules. No bread at dinner. Don't eat foods with X amount of carbs. Peanut butter is bad for you. Carrots have too much sugar. No processed foods. I mean, we all have this running list of food rules in our brain. And Jane had quite the extensive list. So I challenged her to let those go and 
to just eat whatever, whatever was available, whatever was convenient when she was hungry. Now, when I told her this, she did what most clients do, which is she had this like paradoxical look of freedom on her face. Because on the one hand, she really wanted to eat all these foods. You know, she'd been craving a bagel for like four years and was so excited that I, her dietician just gave her permission to go eat a bagel. And yet at the same time, she felt this level of fear because she didn't quite trust herself walking into a bagel shop because it had been so long and she was afraid that she was going to go crazy. But what she found really surprised her. So it was really cool. We did it for about a month. We explored hunger and she called me from her vacation (laughs) and she said, Jess, I just got done with breakfast and I ordered waffles, which prior to our little permission slip session was a major no-no. So this was a big deal that she ordered waffles at breakfast. She said, Jess, I have not ordered waffles for breakfast in over like a decade. So I decided to follow your advice and I pushed it all away. I didn't judge the food. She's like, well, I did for a second actually, but I got back to this space of just feeling my hunger and I was able to just enjoy brunch with my friend and it was crazy because I only ate half the serving of waffles. This was a new concept to her because in the past, anytime she ordered food like this, not only would she eat all the waffles, she'd get a sugar latte, she'd have a cookie on the side. She was able to have the waffles finish half and feel completely satisfied. This was a game changer for her. So at this point, Jane was able to recognize that she could have food, food she enjoyed, and learn to not overindulge. But to get here, she had to go through that entire month of permission and giving herself space to try food she hadn't tried before, freedom to eat the foods that were, quote, off limits. But she was able to get here, and it only took her a month. So cool, right? I mean, can you imagine going to lunch with your girlfriends and just ordering whatever you want? And not being stressed about overeating, overindulging, or feeling like you have to pay for it later. Like, amazing, right? We all want to be there. (laughs) So I want to give you guys three steps on how you can start walking toward this. Now, I have to let you guys know this is a much more detailed process and there's a lot to this. But these are three quick steps to get you started on it. So number one, you've got to have a little faith. You've got to have faith in the process and to trust your body. This is probably, well, no, not probably. This is the most difficult step for people because our culture tells us we can't trust our body. We are constantly bombarded with these messages like your body can't handle too much carb. Your body can't handle too much fat. Don't do this. Don't do this to your body. That we suddenly think that our body is completely incapable of eating Foods like waffles, it becomes a foreign concept, which is just crazy to me. Because guys, think of all the technology we have. I mean, we can build iPhones and supercomputers and we have cars that can drive themselves. And at the same time, we cannot remake the internal workings and the digestive tract of the human body. Your body and your metabolism is so uniquely crafted and intricately designed. It can handle a waffle, girl. It can absolutely handle a waffle. So getting to this place of faith, it's going to require that you release this obsession with controlling your body. And part of that comes with releasing the prioritization of attaining a perfect body or quote perfect body because there's really no such thing. Let's be honest. So when you're looking to explore intuitive eating and trying to make peace with food, you really have to shift your focus from the aesthetics of your body to how your body's feeling and 
what you're doing with your body. And this is really hard for a lot of people, especially in the culture that we live in. And I think the constant demand to be perfect and look perfect, it can be really challenging to get here. So I don't want to minimize how difficult that is, but I do want to invite you to consider it. And if you haven't tuned into my um, body image episode where I covered the body image spectrum, you definitely want to tune into that one because that's going to help you work through this. I also have an ebook, Beat Body Bullying, where I really dive into detail about how to let go of some of these mental hangups we have with our body. So more on that if you guys are interested. I'll put the link in our show notes. So letting go of this obsession on the physical appearance of our body is super important in this process. And I'm not saying you have to just not care. It's not like I'm saying, oh, people who intuitively eat don't care about how they look. No, not at all. What I am saying is that that is not the number one priority. There are only a few instances where changing your body is the primary focus and that's really bodybuilding or if you're trying to make a weigh-in for like an MMA fight. I mean, in those instances, sure, being hyper-focused on what you're eating and macros is part of the game that they're playing. That would be a different situation. But even so, for MMA fighters and bodybuilders, hyper-focusing on their food and aesthetics is done for a time and then there's off-season. So even professionals do not stay hyper-focused on their body 365 days a year and have to eventually make peace with food just like anybody else. So if we're not trying to make a weigh-in or chasing after a bodybuilding competition, if that's not you, then you have some space to shift your priorities from your body and aesthetics being the number one focus. And you're likely someone who needs to find a sustainable relationship and make peace with food. And one of the first steps in doing this is letting go of perfectionism and attachment to modifying our bodies. Now, let's go back to Jane's case. So she had this period of time for a month where we just let go of all food rules and I told her to eat what she wanted when she was hungry. She absolutely enjoyed and indulged. (laughs) And I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. Her pants were a bit more snug after that month. She felt bloated. But when you're prioritizing making peace with food and not just purely aesthetics and what you look like, you're able to take this experience and really learn a lot from it. So she took it and she said, you know what? Number one, my worst fear didn't happen, which... I always joke, I think people if they think that they're going to like turn into Veruca Salt if they don't have a good or bad food list. You guys remember her from Willy Wonka Factory? She was the, the bratty one that ate the food and turned into a blueberry. Like she just poof, blew up. <laughs> it's like I think we have this vision in our head that that's what's going to happen. So Jane recognized that she that didn't happen in a month. And she was actually quite surprised how she didn't gain nearly as much weight as she would have had imagined she would have. Now, she did gain some. What we were able to do is keep her in a space of curiosity. So instead of sitting there going, oh, my gosh, I failed. I gained all this weight. We just looked at it very logically and said, well, yeah, that makes sense because I was eating ice cream every day. I was ordering extra things that I normally wouldn't have eaten. And here's the result of that. And I don't feel as good. And that's actually the third step here. So I don't want to get ahead. I'm going to come back to this one. But she was able to come to this space of like, okay, I trust the dynamic nature of my body. And even though for this period of time, I've upped my intake and my pants are a little tighter. I don't, I feel a little fluffier than I was before. I am still Jane. I'm still super mom. I've actually been more present for my kids because I'm eating with my children. But now I have this information and I can decide what to do with it going forward. So that wasn't the end of her story. It was just the start, but she had to stay in that space of having 
trust in the process, understanding her body's dynamic. And even if you gain five pounds, it's really not the end of the world. Guys, there are worse things. Okay, number two is feeling the satisfaction. And I want to talk about satisfaction in a couple different senses. So when it comes to food, we have like physical satiety or physical satisfaction. And this is when we eat something and that hunger dissipates and we can feel food in our stomach. We feel the benefits of elevated energy, higher blood glucose. This is physiological satisfaction. One of the things that can happen is we eat foods that are, we call them air foods in dietetic world or foods that are really high in something called volumetrics. In other words, they fill up a lot of space in your stomach. So you get that initial physiological sense of fullness, but that fullness doesn't last very long. And so someone could eat a giant salad and feel very full, but an hour, 90 minutes later, their stomach empties because there's quite a bit of air in there and they're hungry again. So learning to find physiological satisfaction by pairing air foods with other foods that provide more sustained energy like fats or proteins can help us find true physiological satisfaction and satiety. So I always give the example of the apple. So if you eat an apple for an afternoon snack, you might feel really great for a minute and your blood sugar goes up, but that's gonna digest quite quickly and you'll be hungrier about 30 minutes later. How many of you have eaten an apple and then been hungrier after you've eaten the apple? We've all been there. So next time, have an apple with a tablespoon of peanut butter or a cheese stick or some nuts. I mean, these fats, what they'll do is they'll delay and modify the digestion of the carbohydrate in that apple and give you a more sustainable energy level over time. So that's how we feel the satisfaction on a physiological sense. Feeling the satisfaction on an emotional sense means choosing foods that we do actually enjoy. Now with Jane during this season of her food freedom journey, she was able to choose foods that she loved because we took the restrictions off. She was able to eat foods she wanted and enjoyed. And what was really cool about that is over time, she was able to find satisfaction in more appropriate portions of these fun foods or these less nutrient dense foods. And so she was able to learn how to eat these foods in portion sizes that provided her the emotional satisfaction without working against her goals. Super cool, right? So cool. Okay, the third step in this process and getting y'all kickstarted on your empowered eating journey is learning to feel and hear your body's biofeedback. You guys know I am a stinking nerd, so this part is so interesting to me. I go into great detail in this in my e-course. I have a whole section on the nerdy science. But what we can do is actually listen to our body's biofeedback. And what I mean is what our body has to say about food beyond the taste. So beyond what our tongue says, I want to know how do you feel? What is your gut doing in response to this food that you're eating? What changes do you notice in your energy levels? How is your skin? What is happening with your nail and hair strength? Is your period regular? Is it normal? How are you sleeping? I mean, all these questions, this is our body's biofeedback. It's telling us what it is doing with the fuel we are giving it. I think where a lot of the fear comes in in relinquishing our grip, our tight, tight grip that we have on this good or bad food list is because we limit our biofeedback to just taste. And yeah, I mean, in that case, we'd be like the kids. We'd be like my kids on Halloween night and wanting to eat the entire bag of candy. But even kids eventually hear what their body says. And eventually if they eat so much candy, they feel that stomach 
ache coming on and they can't do it anymore. They can feel their blood sugar going up. Now, as adults, we do our bodies a major disservice by not giving our body the space to tell us what it thinks about food. So if we think about biofeedback beyond just our tongue, we can actually find a lot of faith in this intuitive eating process. Let's say you eat a salad. How does your body feel after you eat a salad? I mean, typically you feel pretty energized. It's loaded with vitamins, lots of fiber. There's water in there, so you're hydrated. I mean, we feel good. So one could eat a salad and not love the way it tastes, but feel really good afterwards. And then let's flip that. One might eat a donut and man, it tastes delicious. Y'all know me, I love my donuts. But after eating donuts, how do I actually feel? So using this biofeedback to help us navigate and make food choices is a much more effective and empowering method as opposed to this like good or bad food list that we read somewhere in a book. And this is exactly what happened with Jane when she went on that vacation and ordered waffles. She tasted them. They were delicious, but she heard her body and about halfway through, she'd had enough. She was physiologically satisfied. She was emotionally satisfied because they were just delicious and she was having a great time with her friend, but she heard her body say, I've had enough. Girls, this is where we can start creating preferred food lists for our body, but it's based on our own body's biofeedback. It's based on our bioeducation, not fear. Such a better place to live. Come over to the Empowered Eating Club. It's way better. (laughs) So the three steps again are number one, have faith in the process and the dynamic nature of your body. Number two, feel the satisfaction both on a physical and emotional level. And number three, hear your body's biofeedback. See what it says about the foods that you are eating. Girls, if you want some more support on moving toward this delightfully wonderful, stress-free, food fun place to live, which is so fun, the Empowered Eating Life is the best life. (laughs) I've got something sweet for you guys. I actually just put together a three-step guide to empowered eating, totally free for you guys. So be sure you check it out, JessBrownRD.com. Or you can also access it through my Instagram at JessBrownRD. The link is in the profile. Click on three steps to empowered eating. You guys enjoy. That is my gift for you. My thank you to you all for listening and tuning in. But I think if you're ready to stop this madness, get off that dieting hamster wheel, the yo-yo dieting, I mean all of it. Don't wait till January. Ladies, it's going to be too late. You need to start this now and start making peace with food now. Your holidays are going to be so much better I mean, let me just tell you, I live for the days when I have clients text me or email me and say, Jess, this was the Thanksgiving that I was able to enjoy the mashed potatoes without feeling so sick and without feeling super guilty. Or this was the first Christmas that I ate cookies with my son and wasn't upset about it and didn't feel like I needed to starve myself the day after. Or this was the first holiday season that I was able to actually focus on what matters most. Girls, I want that for you. So That freebie, my gift to you. Go check it out. And then, of course, if you're ready to really dive in, I've got my Food Foundations e-course. Guys, it is changing lives on the daily. And if you're on the fence about it, I want to invite you to make that jump today. Be like Jane. Join the Empowered Eating Club. You will not regret it. Food Foundations can be found on my website, JessBrownRD.com. Click on Courses, and you can find all the information there. Thank you all so much for being here today. I just want to ask y'all real quick before you go, if you haven't left me a review and you enjoyed this show, please take a minute to head on over to iTunes. Send me some love. I read every single one of those reviews and they just make my day. I am standing with you this holiday season in hope that this is the year the madness stops, that you make peace with food and you are able to enjoy this season 
with your loved ones and make the most out of this beautiful season. Guys, life is too good to be distracted by the nuances of good and bad food lists or to be stuck in this body bullying mentality. Y'all are too awesome for that. I hope you guys have a beautiful day. Cheers and happy holiday eating. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope it strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body. Real quick, sister, before you go, if you liked today's episode, the best way you can thank me is head on over to iTunes, Fuel Her Awesome Podcast, leave a review and subscribe. Then take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at JessBrownRD. And if you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out my website, JessBrownRD.com. I've got info on my e-course, Fuel Her Awesome Food Foundations, my 10-step ebook on how to beat body bullying, and so much more. I cannot wait to chat with you babes again. Until next time, cheers and happy eating.